0: jeremy greer
1: i'm gary butterfield and
0: this is days of future cast the podcast where we get impregnated by aliens and come talk to you about it uh mm-hmm. we are sponsored by the whatever mattress company is good for alien pregnancies that's
1: uh, you know they're all probably pretty absorbent <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> it comes to, is there to a that, is there a know...
0: crossover between lisa and bounty because that's really what i'm looking for in a mattress nowadays
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna check in with my brood doula <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, <laughs>
0: What if we yeah. just do Call the Midwives like in a completely, like completely remake it, except everything they're in- just taking care of alien babies instead of English babies. Invasion of the midwives? Invasion of the brood midwives would actually be a show that I would watch, Gary, not even gonna like, dude
1: like just regular human birth, and just, <laughs> just like a scary, even though I, I wish they would just be making those creepy noises. The thing we learned about the brood is they'd be like, "Ah yes, ah oh, yes," as I'm your here. vaginal canal expands, <laughs> you grow closer to my kindness plans. You know, they <laughs> like,
0: um, much rather prefer the business, but that's not what we get. Um, I'm thinking,
1: chitari. as much as i uh i definitely uh like now that i've read the whole brood saga i'm really happy to plug in this section of x-men knowledge Mm -hmm. learning that the brood talk so much was one of the saddest things i've learned in 2021
0: absolutely yeah absolutely like
1: just a constantly yapping
0: just a real bummer that like i guess I, i don't i don't remember if they say something about like the language barrier if they just like implant the language or something or if there's like a gizmo or a telepathic thing that makes everybody speak the same language but like also just that of like everybody understanding each other and uh, you know because i know it's easy but like i don't know like having people yell at each other in different languages on an alien planet is always a lot of fun for me so
1: it's very scary Mm -hmm. like it's it's a very relatable idea like people yelling in a language you can't understand is is scary
0: absolutely you
1: don't know how much danger there is uh yeah this is this is very of its time though with everyone just speaking english eloquently
0: yeah absolutely not just
1: english but like claremont's english to each other. Also, uh on the cover of this uh issue, Jeremy, what is keeping Storm's top uh a fixed her front?
0: I'm assuming that because there's just if you if you zoom into the boob, Gary, there's like a okay. little strap going around the back. Like you can
1: Oh there's a little there bitty
0: there's a little bitty strap there. So um I've been watching are. a bunch of The Great Sewing Bee, um, which is a British sewing competition. <laughs> and I could tell you though that well, they would not be happy with that strap. It does not look supportive.
1: What if uh, what if that show was about a bee?
0: And what if the bee was played by Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> it was just yeah, a, I, I just super horny for younger
1: bees. <laughs> I, like I, I would be extremely into just like the Great Sewing Bee as a British institution, like a Santa Claus for them, but just darn socks and shit.
0: Absolutely, that, that definitely sounds yeah. like a Middle Eastern thing, though. Like like yeah. the the Great Evil Bee that carries kids off when they're bad for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, if you can't tell, we're in the Brood Saga. Or, yeah, Brood yeah, Saga. I keep calling it the Brood War, but it's the Brood Saga. Um, yeah. We have... Uh, our team was captured to a different planet. Professor X thinks that they're all dead. So he goes and gets a bunch of new younger mutants, like, which is what he does when any X-Men team dies. He <laughs> just goes and gets <laughs> like, a new,
1: new... He just checks in with his backups. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I've been following you since you were 10 years old, girl. Okay, that's yeah. a little creepy. Um,
1: <laughs> Stop saying that.
0: <laughs> please. Um
1: uh we, we uh so the x-men escaped but the the sad thing is all of them except for wolverine have a brood in their belly mm-hmm. um storm found this freaked out took off in a ship like a reasonable person uh carol danvers binary found out and <laughs> blasted a hole in the uh the hull. yep and that's where our cliffhanger in the last episode of the x-men are about to be sucked out of an airlock yep or not even an airlock just a
0: just a hole, hole in the, ship. the wall um yeah and this is x-men or uncanny x-men 165. Uh, We are in the Chris Claremont era, as we have talked about before. I've been reading a lot of X stuff lately. (laughs) I did another X Men podcast, and I read a bunch of X stuff, uh, like X Force and um, New X Men, and all kinds of stuff. So I I have been entrenched in the X universe the last few days. Um, And I, you mentioned it earlier, like I have very much enjoyed the Brute Saga. Like I think this is going to be really fun to talk about. I think this was like a perfect little follow up for. Our number one spreads that we, we were doing.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice to do a two session story. Like a seven mm-hmm. issue storyline is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, with this. And again, just like big piece of X-Men history. I never, never read before. So it was cool to see. I was surprised by how much X-Men history there is in this. Like this is where Lockheed shows up. This is the, uh, the series that is the prelude to the very famous professor. Xavier as a jerk uh, cover mm-hmm. and moment with Kitty Pride. Um, yeah, and uh Storm apparently uh is a thing, which yeah. I I don't know whatever how that got resolved. St- <laughs> Storm is cosmically bonded to a gigantic space whale. Uh, by the end of this issue,
0: yeah, uh, gotta so, wonder what happened to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know she became a little kid at one point. There's like child Storm. Okay, so maybe this is related to that. Maybe she got reborn. Like we're gonna we're gonna find out through this uh, arc that clones are coming fast and furious. Um, the, uh, yeah, let's, uh, I, I also have been reading, uh, X-Men we were were trying to figure out what we're going to do next for the show. And I don't know if we'll do this, but I started reading the Rick Remender uncanny Avengers, Mm -hmm. uh, thing and it's good. Uh, and it's very much about mutant prejudice. It's like, it's kind of taking the, like after Cyclops kills professor Xavier. Uh the like the Avengers take the criticism like, hey, we've never actually done anything to help mutants and that kind of sucks. <laughs> Which is good. Half half a century too late. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's a good fun comic. Uh there's there's a lot of wild shit going on. And it's got the like the super surreal uh Rick Marender, or Rick Remender, uh, you know, kind of Grant Morrison light heroes like Honest John, the living propaganda, who just comes up with slogans that people have to believe. <laughs> um
0: (laughs) such a dumb and great idea i love it
1: it's it's full it's full of that shit it's like dumb and great left and right um yeah in classic john uh, cassidy does the art
0: in classic duck feet fashion um when you mentioned that i went and found the other uncanny avengers (laughs) which is also written by rick remender but takes place after um whatever the dark avenger timeline when um osborne like converts all of the heroes to villains and vice versa um Mm-hmm. and that is also really good like it's just really this interesting is after that
1: too they're they're both after that like one's like 2014 15 and, and one's like 2017,
0: 2017. Yeah. yeah um but it's dealing yeah. with some of the same stuff but like i didn't coming off the WandaVision stuff like vision and wanda are both in the team except they're broken up and like you know they're, at one point they're trying to find wanda and he's like well maybe she just doesn't want to be found and uh i forget who the other character is but she looks at him and it's like dude can you just drop all of your relationship issues we're a team <laughs> i'm
1: just, <Yeah>. just
0: saying, <laughs> saying that to the vision is really fucking hilarious to me
1: yeah chill out dude yeah so we might we might do one of those we might do something completely different who knows uh we're, we're figuring out we're dealing with stuff in real life
0: yes um, um constant pressures no. what do you think about this cover i love this i think this is great.
1: Yeah. It's a storm with an uh, inadvisable strap, mm-hmm. uh, kind of anamorphing into a brood. Yep. Good the, stuff. Uh, <clears throat> little storm brood. Um, also a famous cover. Like, I feel like all of these covers from this era I've seen like a million times. Yeah. Just because they, like, show up on best covers, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, like, these, uh, the, the Dave Cockrum-like covers of this era are just incredible stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Extremely evocative. Um, like you mentioned... our 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 team is being sucked out into space um we have to figure out how to save everybody Mm -hmm. um cyclops immediately goes into boss mode which is what he does um and he tells cyclops or excuse me he tells colossus like hey you're big and strong just go hold on in that hole over there (laughs) plug
1: up the hole but yeah like, like turn into a metal form i was like very surprised this worked this felt like a way just to send Colossus to his death. <laughs> Finally. <To me. laughs> Get rid it's of the like goddamn completed. comedy on
0: the team. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> like
1: a Hitman mission or something. <laughs> like, he's like, metal up and then just let yourself be sucked out. Uh, you know, and he just grabs onto the edge and kind of forms a living plug. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, for a little bit. Um, The uh, Nightcrawler saves Alondra. They're going to try to, you know, repressurize mm-hmm. uh, everything. And uh, Wolverine um, is supposed to kind of cut a part of the deck loose to form a patch. But uh, unfortunately, Nightcrawler and Lalandra messing around with the gravity throws him off and he slams into Colossus, which somehow does not kill them both. You uh, know, it really looks like they're going to be sent out into space.
0: Yeah. Um, it also looks like it extremely hurts everybody involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I, I really appreciate that they both were like, hey, bud, this is going to hurt. And Wolverine's yeah. like, you too, yeah. bud. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. They're being really <laughs> like, nice hey, about brother. it. Hey, brother.
0: It's just like really like um, out, like two guys like trying to do an art project together that don't know each other really well. Like, well, you know, maybe, maybe uh, we don't need skulls. And the other guy's <laughs> like, I, I mean, we need some skulls, bud. I mean, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Wolverine says, I'm sorry, my friend. I warned you. Or Colossus says that, and Wolverine says, thanks a heap. <laughs> so, <laughs> sweet boys. Uh, uh,
0: Cyclops manages to cut some, uh, you know, random piece of metal off, and they're able to dodge out as the metal gets sucked up and um, fills up the hole, which I'm pretty sure that's how spaceships work. That's, that's
1: you know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, we, go, we go back to uh, Westchester for a moment. With uh, a character I forgot about, Stevie Hunter, who is like the physical therapist mm-hmm. for the X-Men. She shows up. She's a big part of the beginning of uh, the Extinction Agenda, which was what like one of the trade paperbacks I ha- had as a kid. So I read it like a million times. It's the Genosha Cameron Hodge one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool. Like, I would love to do it at some point uh, for this. The uh, But it's her and Moyer McTaggart just hanging out in the pool talking uh, while Lilandra's in the background being ominous. And this is some real like just sloppy ass exposition. Uh this kind of drives me nuts. Like she's talking about if she hurt her knee and just like, "Oh, you know, I I'll never dance again. It only cost me my soul." <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> like, and I just like, "Man, shut up." <laughs> like, it's driving me crazy. Like you you're talking to Moira Taggart, but like you you can still walk and dance and stuff. You just can't perform. And like you live in the same house with Charles Xavier.
0: Yeah. You know, like life's okay. Uh, like you're having a you're yeah. having a pool day. Like I haven't had a pool day in fucking eight, five years, man. Like come yeah, on. Lately
1: you Realize you live with rogue. Like you you can't be this whiny. <laughs> you know, you Cyclops can't like open his eyes. Nightcrawler like, looks look like an elf. Stuff. Like what are you talking yeah, about? Like you, you, Stevie, come on now.
0: Yeah, check your privilege, Stevie. <laughs> this is what you're trying yeah. to get at it. Um. Um. Yeah. Well, so Moira decides to go check on uh Xavier who is he's got the doldrums Gary. He's very he's very sad. Yeah. He, he thinks that the X-Men are are totally gone um and uh they are basically Moira's like hey, you know we, f- Fantastic Four guy, Reed Richards, is like, there's a new mutant. You need to come handle this. We don't do this shit. We're super science only. Fuck all you mutants. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm sad.
1: He does does the thing I fucking hate that people do in real life where uh, she's like trying to wave this new mutant under his nose. Um, And he says no. And she says, okay. And then he doesn't let her leave. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because he didn't want, he wanted, you know, no argument. I'm surprised. Like he wanted to be convinced and engaged with, but didn't want to be upfront about it.
0: Yeah, extremely you know? annoying but argumentative uh, behavior.
1: Yeah, uh this is uh and the, the way she she reverse psychology him is like, well, maybe I'll just uh, give a and it's it's a Zien, a Zien Koyman, uh Karma, who's one of the new mutants. And I was like, well, maybe we'll just give her to Magneto or uh Emma Frost, Massachusetts Academy. And Xavier's yeah. like, are you are you fucking out of your mind? <laughs> you know, those are evil mutants. Is it really just me or that? Like, I think he kind of has a good point. You know. Um and warrior's point is just like you know if we don't teach her somebody's going to, yeah. Um
0: and at the same time like I, I, to him his point you know is like it I it, it's it can't always be my responsibility either like you yeah. know I've I've done this several times I've lost teams. I don't want to do this anymore. It hurts. It sucks. Like, I don't want to keep going and doing this. I actually kind of dig this. Like he's being a little bit of a whiny baby about it. And she's being a little, she's trying to pressure him to get out of this funk, but it's actually kind of like a real thing, a real problem that he would have with this.
1: Well, and she, she pulls again, like a a pretty, like nobody's arguing well on this, this issue. Cause at the end she, she brings a proteus and she's like, he was, you know, my son. Um, If I just asked for your help, then maybe uh, he would have lived. Also, that boy could have been ours, Ooh. which is a real weird tag. Very, a thing very weird thing. Like, yeah. like, geez, Moira, like, just, just just, reminding you that you almost got me pregnant. Like, yeah. Reminding you that we were, you know, DNA swapped at some point. Um. Very strange. And it's not how babies work. That baby couldn't have been, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. would, it wouldn't have been Proteus. It would have been Proteus. It would have been, yeah. it would
0: have been sane Proteus or
1: something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have been, uh, you know, any, anybody else. Um, so, but the, she basically tough loves Xavier into reaching out to karma. Yeah. Uh, here setting up new mutant stuff for later.
0: Um, we jump back into space where storm has stolen a Shi'ar shuttle and taken it off the, the main shuttle. Uh, or the main and an uh,
1: amazing yellow jumpsuit
0: love this jumpsuit dog lots of good fashion yeah. in, this, in these in these issues yeah. um yeah she's having a a problem because she realizes that this thing inside of her is a life um and even though it's like evil like it's un evil like unconditionally evil it's still a life and she can't really bring herself to kill it and she's trying to like pray to her goddess she's having this crisis of faith this crisis of morality about it um which we talked about this in the last session a lot or like every single character has to have a crisis of morality about killing these weird weird alien yep. monsters inside of them and like at a certain point it, we we could just be okay with it or not like we don't have to have the the the, the go back and forth for every character
1: did did you expect this to have weird like pro life pro choice no connotations <laughs> not at all like i i certainly didn't <laughs> but her just being like you know this thing inside me you know and it, this was forced you know so in terms of like the pro choice pro life metaphor like a pretty good case for not wanting this baby uh but her just being like no it's a child not a choice (laughs) you know like uh trying to figure this out and she she thinks that until it starts transforming her into a brood in a really cool scene like she gets like big tentacle arms and a little uh, brood head pops out. God, This is so good. This
0: is so fucking yeah. cool, man! Like just her. Uh, I love the
1: shitty eating grin on the brood face. Yeah, when pops out. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 I'm in control now. <laughs> like, but, like, yeah,
0: I know you've been watching a lot of Venture Brothers. Um, and I, I I soared right past where Orb was. Like I couldn't keep up. with you. I I wasn't going to keep up with you guys. I just had to watch like as many episodes as I could. So uh, we're well into the two headed, um guy from yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the guild and it gave me some of those vibes of where sometimes the other guys just like hey, hey, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very good the secret origin of those guys is great yeah yeah the big bopper mm-hmm. uh she fights it back um you know she she pushes back and de-transforms uh but what happens is her shuttle gets close to the galactic core where there are just tons and tons of suns crammed into a small space yes um and this gives her power because suns mean weather
0: yes absolutely you know hundred mm-hmm. percent yeah yeah go to go to uh, nasa.com for more information on suns yeah. <laughs> weather.
1: <laughs> yeah and and she says like basically i keep thinking i have two choices but i could also suicide mm-hmm. you know that's my that's my other choice that i haven't been considering
0: And she she summons this power. She goes, like, what looks like into space. Uh, She blows up the ship, um, and she's floating to space to summon all of this sun power. And she, like, lights up, like, her own star. Um, And then what looks like just completely dies in the middle of space, Um, just floating there. Because we go to a straight up the narration suggests
1: that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, she hopes the embryo doesn't survive. Neither does she, though. Yeah. So we're, we're led to believe Storm is dead for a little bit.
0: Yep. Uh, back on the ship we're doing some repairs Cyclops has his repair get, kit on uh, I'm mm-hmm. very much into Cyclops's little jumpsuit situation here very good
1: mm-hmm.
0: lots of good fun jumpsuit
1: game in this, this issue I know
0: man it's good stuff even even Leandra has one and like this is probably like yeah. the most blue collar she's ever looked in her entire life
1: <laughs> this is like what is Leandra doing like using a wrench and like, like doing this shit like you're the empress
0: I also Give me this shit um, and this is just my lack of knowledge and also lack of kind of care about little Hunter in a lot of ways but mm. i just always assumed that was like a helmet situation but th- th- this implies oh, really? that that's her hair like that she's she no dude
1: <laughs> that's their hair and it's feathers <laughs> yeah, like no so, joke it's just so weird <laughs> yeah it, it's one of the worst looks like the Shi'ar looks so dumb to me. And there, there's ones that look like the main Shi'ar that have the featherheads. And then you get the uh, Imperial Guardian where just miscellaneous. <laughs> like they can just look like anything. <laughs> like they, That's so good. It, it, it's very funny. It looks like feather headed people and the crew. You know, just the gang shows up and it's like, well, here's a little Wolverine guy. Here's a guy with a mohawk. You know, here's a, a Manta Ray woman. Um, it's extremely silly.
0: Uh we're having a conversation between Cyclops Leandra and uh, Wolverine, uh, which is basically the same conversation like are we gonna go back there and kill them? are we gonna uh, are we gonna let them go like are we just gonna escape um what what are we gonna do and of course Leandra's like hey yo i am I am an empress." I am going to go fucking murder that planet. <laughs> like there is no question yep. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. and, and of course, Wolverine's like, same. We have the same. We have basically the same hair. Like you, yours is just upside down <laughs> from mine, so we're good. I'm a hundred percent behind you. Yeah.
1: Why have we never hooked up? <laughs>
0: yeah, um, come here, space bird. And- What's up? You smell great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, the uh, and this is what what convinces Cyclops. Did it hurt you know, when you fell like, from yeah, the
0: Shi'ar ship down to Earth? <laughs> 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 sorry just shitty pickup lines would be really funny to me from anyway go ahead i'm sorry
1: yeah. i don't know it's it's a so, so this is what convinces cyclops to go against his anti-murder uh screed he's like yeah let's do it um wolverine and nightcrawler get a little moment uh where wolverine catches nightcrawler praying and he thinks that's this might be where wolverine learns this mm-hmm. the nightcrawler's religious um you know and they have their whole like i believe in nothing but i can taste you know what i can sense and him being like that seems lonely and he's like it's not lonely i got you let's go grab a grab a beer buddy um i always like wolverine and nightcrawler's little friendship absolutely i think it is cute you ever done the arm and arm walk with a buddy
0: like this is a kind of a drunk walk situation for me like if i'd already had some beers and you're like stumbling down the road um i don't know that i've done like this to the bar though a sober drunk walk yeah
1: yeah like you don't wake up and do this first thing in the morning
0: yeah like yeah. let me
1: walk you to the bathroom bud like let's 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 go see what's going on in the kitchen
0: i don't walk with audible no, like I've,
1: this <laughs> like, it, it's really awkward yeah like it's a kind of thing that happens all the time in illustrations but it's actually like pretty difficult to do
0: exactly yeah.
1: um yeah I've, I've done this at like weddings or like drunk walked yeah mm-hmm. this is a uh, but only in those situations or in the rare occasion like somebody twists their ankle and they have a limp and like you actually have to like help them walk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which so, yeah, oh, is yeah, something totally that like cool. happens all the yeah.
1: time in movies. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah.
0: Honestly, if you if you're but, trying to rely on me yeah. to help your help your ankle though, I'm I'm not gonna be I'm, like I'm so out of shape. Like you're just gonna have to do I'm a, a lot of fall over as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's you gonna can hit. put wheels on me and use me as a cart if you'd like. Okay. But that that's basically the most help i can be cuz it's like a, a relatively flat <laughs>
0: duckfest 2022 soft baby <laughs> free rides <Yeah>. on gary
1: <laughs> <laughs> choo choo it's me we're
0: going to put some quad skates on your feet and your hands and we're just going to go to town yeah.
1: truckulee is mm-hmm. these big rig seats too um kitty pride at this time is having a nightmare um, about her own funeral uh, which is sad yes uh, you know she's in the uh, she's in the grave the big reveal uh and the corpse opens its eyes and becomes a brood um again with these shit-eating grins
0: dude these these brood are so happy to be taken over mutants it's very like, good <laughs> and then pulling her into like the it's, casket also too is like super fun like i think that's yeah, you know, it's really cool yeah um cool nightmare i don't know I've, I've been to a lot of funerals and i know that like your people put their like you know, nicest dress on or nicest clothes on or whatever. I mean, we didn't for my mom, my mom was buried in like an Eagles t-shirt, but, um, mm. like Kitty Pride looks like she has a wedding dress on in her casket, which is a whole other, like yeah. Kitty, maybe you should go talk to somebody. <laughs> <You>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like Miss Havisham stuff. Yeah. The, um, or it's like the, the shroots, like in the office, how they, yes. they get married standing in their own graves. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. um, this is where, uh, we get a, this is, you know, one of the creepier subplots of seventies and eighties X-Men was, uh, Peter Rasputin and, and, uh, Kitty pride's romance. Yeah. Um, and this is, you know, <laughs> Peter, uh, Colossus is just hanging out in her bedroom, waiting for to have a nightmare and, uh, pops up and comforts her and stuff. And she is like, just like, Hey, like let's, uh, you know, they, they talk about their existential dread, like how they might turn into a, a sleazoid at any moment and uh she like kisses him and she's like you know let's let's do it you know and he's like oh you can't you're you you're you're not older than you need to be and she's like it doesn't matter like really doing the hard sell
0: yeah we may never get another chance um Um, also in the background of this room there's just like a winnie the pooh bear which i think like in terms of setting the mood when you're about to have sex with an (laughs) underage girl, like it either either really enhances it or really brings it down. I can't figure out which one.
1: Yeah. Really, really, really underlining things. Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's pretty creepy. And like the Colossus kitty pride relationship, there's been a lot of talk about this and it is just, uh, you know, he should not be indulging her, even though her hormones are going crazy and she's trying to, to force him to. Yeah. Um, We're not force him to, but convince him to. Uh, it is just, it feels weird. It's like a weird thing to read in 2021.
0: Yes, absolutely. does not age extremely well. Probably wasn't really, to be honest, that not that cool then either. Like if, if, if Colossus is like, you're not of age, then Claremont knew what he was doing. Like, this is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) And and he put the words in Kitty's mouth. So Kitty can say, why, when you're doomed, what's the point of playing by society's stupid rules? Like this, this Mm. hardcore, uh, Chris Claremont age of consent, libertarian take you know uh it's pretty fucked up uh luckily they get interrupted
0: yeah by Um, old storm um yes
1: the ghost of vampire storm
0: the ghost of vampire storm uh colossus immediately like um you know colossus is out but realizes this is just a hologram um and then we jump Mm -hmm. into the kitchen where uh wolverine and nightcrawler are having a beer and we see a totally different storm pop out um, mm-hmm. so we, we're seeing ghost storms pop up all over the place. There's a kid storm that shows up, total hologram. There's like jungle fighter storm, um, uh, over yeah. the, uh, running <laughs> like, around. Yeah. Everybody is super confused. Um, and then eventually, like, we get like wizard or I guess sorceress storm. Is that what this is? At the before yeah. we get to the big reveal,
1: um, you know, the, the sorceress storm is contacting them and saying, like, hey, you know, my friends, uh, I'm sorry this has been so awkward. I'm, you know, inexperienced at this kind of communication. It's very difficult. And as she's saying this, they're getting swallowed by a gigantic space whale.
0: Yeah, And this is the ones that this is a space whale that we've seen the brood flying around in. So they think it's a it's a warship that's being followed. And this is when Storm is finally able to present herself um, as herself. Um, and basically says like, Hey, I couldn't risk you. You know, there's no reason to, to stress out. Like I'm here, everything's cool. Um, but there's something, I've got a little, I got a little upgrade when I was out in space. I I came back as a space whale. I'm now psychically bonded with the giant space whale. So,
1: yeah. So as long as we can get each of you, your own space whales, then we can get rid of the brood inside you, um, is how I thought they were going to go, uh, with this um yeah it's very there's a surprisingly uh few number of questions i hear the next issue is like a double-sized issue that's pretty action-packed um you know i just really feel like what does it mean that you're bonded with a space whale like you're the leader of the x-men what powers do you have now like do you have to hang out with the space whale and like do you get custody on weekends like how does this work who
0: who Um, has to eat and who poops because yeah there's is it, is be, it, hopefully there, it's the same person or and if it's not there's a direction that that's going to go that's going to be extremely unpleasant for one and hardly yeah. noticeable for the other is all i'm saying yeah. i don't know i don't know what the space whales eat i'm just saying it's a, probably a lot more of with storm than it usually does so
1: man i never thought about that what a dream like if you could like have a, a surrogate mm-hmm. that took care of that part for you like you just ate and the other person took care of all the rest yeah. yeah. That that's like a sci-fi story like in the future where rich people hire poor people to do their shitting.
0: Yeah. They're going to steal their blood and their intestinal organs. <laughs> like that's <Yeah. laughs> I need, I need all of your young blood and also your ability to poop for me when I eat bad food.
1: Fascinating. Um that's the end of the issue. Kind of raises more questions than answers. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. the uh but we're going to get some of those some of the answers i will say Uh, during the next issue
0: reading this i was storm coming back as a space well was not a twist that i was expecting whatsoever uh and this kind of downtime this downbeat in the overall arc i think is really interesting just as a everybody taking a breath and kind of trying Mm -hmm. to to, even though like some of the the mental gymnastics that they're going through about whether or not we're going to um whether or not we're going to kill these people um are you know they get a little exhausting, but th- th- coming back with this huge twist at the end, I was like, "What in the fuck?" Like, I got to read the next one. <laughs> like, I got to keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did these uh, these downtime issues are one of like Claremont's strengths. Like, you know, he's he's a writer I have a lot of problems with, but there'd be a bunch of issues in the '90s and late '80s where like the X Men would straight up like just take a beat and play baseball. Yeah, exactly. And, like talk about their problems while mm-hmm. playing baseball or something. Like that's a very infamous Chris Claremont thing, and I always really like that, especially after arcs. It's unusual to have it in the middle of an arc, but a lot of times after an arc, they'll just be like, everybody restock, you know, and that's something that kind of went out of style. It's one of those things that is, is one, you know, I feel like maybe the baby was thrown out with the bathwater Mm -hmm. when people kind of rejected, uh, his, his, uh, his steez, because like, I'm not longing for a return To everyone talking in like you know paragraph upon paragraph of purple prose but i am uh, i do like the pacing of it as a general thing i think that's part of what i was trying to get at when i was saying like during these things even though i don't really like the dialogue like so many cool things happen you know like it's the difference between like a story that is good and dialogue that is good
0: yes Mm -hmm.
1: you know like uh like the, the characterization and story is all pretty good the dialogue's pretty atrocious uh during this but actually what's happening in the major beats are all really cool and you can see why this was so influential and in so many people's like idea of what the x-men are
0: exactly yeah and i mean you know this is what i think you and i grew up on right like when we started getting into comics and started going like oh i have just enough disposal income to go buy like three issues of comics at a comic book store for 70 cents a piece or whatever then like this is the stuff that we got and this is what kind of built our idea of the x-men when we weren't reading all of the nineties, like people yelling at each other constantly stuff anyway. So.
1: And the, uh, it was also like just getting them, uh, the way they did storylines back then were really strange. So like, you know, imagine if you just read this issue and didn't read anything else. Exactly. You know, you found this on a quarter bin and you'd be like, what the fuck is even happening? Like the X-Men are on it. There's whales. They're on a spaceship, (laughs) you know, like you'd have no idea. And they would just talk for the whole issue. (laughs) You know, um, it was just really a different kind of storytelling. Uh, That they used to do. It's really interesting to see.
0: I've talked about this a couple of times, but um, it it reminds me a lot of trying to catch episodes of the animated series because I would catch them in crazy different order than they were supposed to be, you know, watched Mm. in. And so, like, trying to absorb what was happening was so fascinating. And the same thing with the comic books when I was a kid because I missed so much, Uh, even though I was trying to read as much as I could. Like, I was just missing so much that my mind filled in all of these gaps with like crazy details that you know I just had to know more and more and more
1: so Yeah, yeah. We, it was uh it was it was definitely like a, a sign of old media in general. You know, because I remember having that for uh TV as well. Like I would try to put together the metal plot of uh, X-Files but I'd only catch, you know. Oh yeah, that's a good, that's a really good episodes. example. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I would go to visit my dad or whatever and he'd be like, "All right, it's time for X-Files." and I'm like, I'd be the guy. I'd be like, "Who's who's and he's like, "That's Mulder." and I'm like, "What? Who the fuck is a Mulder?" Like I don't understand. <laughs>
1: um yeah so it is a really interesting idea that used to be kind of catch-as-catch-can when it came to uh you know stories and now you know it's uh we can we can just get everything in order whenever we want because we have the world sum of human entertainment and knowledge at our fingertips in the supercomputer in our pocket
0: god so fucking great um 2021 the best year ever
1: It's uh, it is really like we're in a machine that's an experiment to be like, and now you can't be happy. Like, you still this isn't this isn't good enough, you stupid, stupid apes. Yeah, it kind of feels you know?
0: like there's two. Like to put this in Marvel terms, like one celestial wanted to teach another celestial what the monkey paw thing was like, right? Like, yeah. like here, let me give you the perfect example. Let me go to Earth for two years.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, imagine you you're a kid. Like, if if I were to like grab my 13 year old self and be like, listen, dude. In the future, you'll have access to every video game that Nintendo ever made and every comic book you ever want to read. And it's going to cost you nothing. Like, you know, I I pay for Marvel Unlimited, but, you know, I don't buy ROMs generally uh, for like every Nintendo game. So this is going to cost you nothing. um, And you're not going to be happy. Like it's not gonna be enough. As a little kid I'd be like, What the fuck are you talking about? What else could you fucking you want?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the, you old great, asshole. You know? What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah.
1: You're gonna if you want to go to a concert, you can just go. Like you can just buy the ticket and then go to the thing in the future. However it's not going to be enough.
0: Oh, dude! If I told, cause... if I told even nineteen-year-old Jeremy how many times I've bought tickets for concerts and not went, and since I've turned like twenty-five, <laughs> he would be fucking. He would punch like, me in the face. And nineteen-year-old Jeremy I... was not a fighter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we had to have like a reverse looper situation where our younger selves just get so mad at us for being the shits that we became and just travel into the future to summarily fucking execute us so they don't become us.
0: Did you really you just know? sit on the couch and watch other people play video games on YouTube for six hours on a Saturday? It was, it was brilliant outside. Call a friend. What are you doing? Yeah.
1: Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. So, you know. That's where I'm at. Um, if people like the show, what can they do, Jeremy?
0: Um <laughs> get a friend to tell them about it i guess (laughs) uh patreon.com slash duck tv is a place to go uh your small contribution every month goes a long way to supporting me and gary as well as the the rest of the people on the network and the network itself uh there's a variety of shows on the network that you should always go listen to my personal favorite right now is orb because gary and cole are awesome about covering uh adventure brothers and thanks yeah it's super great um you get episodes early. You get access to the Slack. You get tons and tons of exclusive content. Uh, if you don't want to do that, which is perfectly understandable, maybe leave ratings and reviews. Uh, or just like we, I, I joked about it, but seriously, just go tell your friends. Like It's amazing how word of mouth is still in 2021 the best way to promote a podcast. Like Other people telling people that a podcast is good is better than any Facebook ad you will ever buy. So, Yeah.
1: yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.